Welcome. You're listening to The Pulse, a Merge podcast series that inspires clinical thought leaders to share best practices on their pursuit to delivering standards of care. Here's Todd Budka, founder and CEO of Merge. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Bradley Clark, Director of Pediatric Electrophysiology at Children's Hospital of Montefiore in the Bronx, New York. Dr. Clark, thank you uh, for today and joining us on this uh, podcast we're, we're doing for Merge. Absolutely. Perfect. And you, you got into EP in general, but what brought you to the, the pediatric side of, of the business? For me, it was always I wanted to kind of care for, for younger patients, and I always enjoyed interacting with kids. And, and as I went on in medicine, I really enjoyed seeing how quickly kids turned around um, and how quickly they got better when they were going to get better. And you can, you can have a patient that had open heart surgery and be kind of ready to get out of bed, hop out of bed the next day and be discharged within two days, where if you or I had heart surgery, we'd be pretty rough shape for a long period of time and wouldn't be able to do that. So for me, it started with kids and just knowing I wanted to be in the field of pediatrics. And then the, the cardiac stuff came later. I actually enjoyed EKGs, which is an odd thing, I think, for most people. And I was a little bit obsessed with cardiac anatomy, and they just really married the two, EP and, and pediatrics. And I really think it's it's the perfect field, although clearly I'm, I'm quite biased to that. But what, but what kids do is they, they, they deal with what they have to deal with. They, they get a device, they're, they're going on to the next thing. They're ready to jump back into sport, back into gym, and back into life. And maybe that's a great segue into just, you know, the methods in which these children are followed up. I mean, I, I, I feel like in the past, it's always been in, in person, present, having the child and the parent come into the office. And, you know, remote adoption is is obviously being uh, well received in times of today with COVID. But um, you, you think about the impact. And when I started this company, the impact of okay, the parents are now taking their time off to bring this young child into the clinic. And, you know, they spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes looking for parking. And it takes, you know, if a device rep was doing the check, it's like five minutes. You're like, okay, great to see you. And you're off. Um, You know, maybe just paint the picture for patient care for a child uh, in the device world. The, the field in general, I think, is moving away as much as we possibly can from in, in-person interrogations. Um, there's definitely utility for them. I think you can be more confident knowing what the threshold is as opposed to kind of doing the automated check that, that they're kind of checking nightly through their device. And for us, especially for epicardial devices, we really don't have those auto checks on because they're not as reliable. And we don't really feel comfortable with having those those changed internally by the device. So there there is still a a place for in-person interrogation, but there's also a much, much bigger role for remote monitoring. That's why I think uh, place things like Merge come in and allow me to really see them remotely and know that four times a year, every three months, their device is working, their leads are fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about any sensing issue, any capture issues. I'm not worried that their battery is going to die before they kind of walk into the clinic with me. So it's it's really huge that each patient I know that's that's enrolled and merge and sending me transmission that I know that they're safe and that kind of helps me not sit there and worry about them at night that something bad's going to happen. The issue too is we're, we're dealing a lot with non-compliance. So we have patients right. that for whatever reason, they lost their remote monitor, their, their, remote, their transmitter, it's, it's old software, they need a line, landline, they only have a cell phone that, that we still can't get remote transmissions from them. So we are still dependent in some cases 
for those in-person. And again, there, there's still room for that, whether it's once a year or twice a year to still kind of check them. But the role for remote monitoring right now is absolutely huge. And it really makes our lives easier and really makes us more confident that our patients are out there doing fine and not nothing bad is happening to them. You know, I think the EP or cardiology groups are somewhat siloed in, in, in their patient populations and their practices and the standards that they set for their, their patient care, which is all fine. I, I feel like in the last time we talked, it's probably been a couple of years, but there was this thought of uh, ability to, to share, right? And that the, the pediatric community really wanted to kind of have this idea of coalescing information and shared best practices and, and things like that. Um, maybe, maybe talk a little bit about, you know, your experience with, you know, the goals of such a, a, an effort um, and, and where it could lead or, you know, your peers and what their thoughts are. I think we're, we're very lucky in that we have a society, the Pediatric and Congenital EP Society or PACE is that is, is a group of physicians and extenders, nurse practitioners, advanced practice providers that really care about sharing information and doing whatever we need to do to take the best care of our patient. I think the best example of that is actually what we're, we're involved in trying to do right now, which is to do a PACES wide quality improvement project and actually the first of its kind for our, uh, for our PACES group to really look at remote transmissions. Can we get our patients enrolled? Can we get them to send a transmission within a new implant? And then really, what are the barriers? What are the barriers to sending our kind of recommended transmissions every, every 90 days and for our implanted loops, our links, uh, or our other, uh, the other implantable monitors every month? What, what is keeping us from being able to, to get those numbers higher and really, again, not have to worry about bringing people in and knowing that all of our patients are out there and safe um, that's really a big focus on our society in general right now as to how, how can we improve that? What are what things are we doing? And can we use things like Merge that is able to actually let us track our patients properly, let us run run queries and see who's who's deficient and who needs to send a transmission and capture our non-compliance, the wrong word, but our patients that aren't able to send remote transmissions, figure out why and get them, get them enrolled. What we really want to do is we want to be able to promptly recognize any potential issues, prevent fractures or prevent battery depletion and dead batteries and, and really at-risk kids or any, any adverse events to happen to our patients. If you were thinking about how technology has evolved your practice, right? So technology, meaning the device therapy technology. So since you started, in my, my view, the, the, the technology to manage the patient's had not really been that really thought of. Like it's, it's sort of an afterthought. This is the way that when I started Merge, it was about, you know, these devices are amazing. They make amazing tools. Like I mean, when we started the Bivy implants were six hours. Now, I mean, if an EP is spending 30 minutes putting in three leads, they're probably annoyed. It, you know, the tools have just gotten better, right? The physicians have gotten smarter and it was almost like but the technology to manage the patient longitudinally just didn't keep quote unquote pace with, with the devices. You know, what's your take on, on that market or, you know, what we've set out to do from a, you know, an organization to enable a care provider to manage their patients themselves and have access to information a lot easier. Yeah. I think that the ability to do things remotely 
even before we were kind of stuck in the pandemic world, had already started to take take uh, taking off. I, I kind of made it a point when I when I came to to Montefiore where I am right now to say, okay, we, we need to we need to upgrade a lot of the things that we're doing. We need to get in, in better shape for remote transmissions. We need to be able to remotely monitor our patients without saying, I'm going to drive 35 minutes to the hospital to go review telemetry at the bedside. Why, right. why do we have to do these things? We should be able to do things that are that are more efficient. And I think Merge is a perfect example. Our, our old, our old um, system was, was a extender logging into CareLink or or the latitude and then doing a PDF, downloading it, handing to the doctor, the electrophysiologist who would then sign it and then they would scan it into the the, the, the medical record. Um, yeah. And why? Why why does that take so much effort? Why is it why why are we doing that? Why can't we have a system where I can even if I'm overseas on a plane and things like that still look up and being able to and be able to to look at my patient and monitor my patient. Um, I think that the field hasn't swung fully because we're clearly not making adjustments to devices, which is probably still a good thing without physically seeing them in, in, in a clinical space. But there's really no reason that I shouldn't have a good idea of exactly what's going on without physically having to see someone. And I think Merge has really revolutionized what we do here. And, and the fact that I know that I always have access to my patients, they can send me a transmission and contact me. I can look at it almost immediately within moments. I have a full repository of all of my patients' prior checks in office and remote. And I have that data. I can look at them. I can compare things. And if there's a concern, I can kind of look into that. But just think of the, the, the example of a defibrillator. You have an ICD patient who says they get shocked. Why do they need to drive to the hospital? And I can tell them they did or didn't get shocked. I can get a transmission. I can see that they got shocked. And then I can say, okay, fine, come into the hospital. Or, or maybe it was an appropriate shock. And then I say, come into the hospital so I can fix your device or your lead. So that, I mean, I think it makes things so much easier for us as providers and also for the patients and the families. It's just more seamless. And it's it's really the way it should be. And, and I think there's ways to continue to, to make it better and, and how do we how do we tweak things and how do we improve other parts of our kind of practices so that we can we can do things more remotely and and require less in-person um, evaluations you know we feel privileged to be a part of your organization and work closely with you and, and we do thank you uh, for the opportunity I can't say how happy I've been with the merge software I, I remember, it's almost going on three years now, right? We're, we've been with been with Merge, and um, the the software to me was just so intuitive and simple to use, and the ability to have that quick access to my to my my own data and my yeah. patient's data was so important. I mean, I think it's for our patients, and, and Merge allows me to take better care and keep a closer eye and really prevent bad outcomes for my patients, and that's really all I'm looking for. The other pieces is a bonus, obviously, is tracking compliance and working on QI and those kinds of things. Sure. But for me, it's, it's can I take better care of my patients and, and really Merge has allowed me to do that. All right. Well, Dr. Clark, really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. No, it's, it's been it's been my pleasure. I appreciate coming on. I think um, it's always, it's, it's great for me to be able to advocate for the pediatric side and I can't thank Merge and, and everybody enough. You guys have been amazing from the beginning and every every member of your staff is always right there and willing to help us. And, and I, can't, I can't say enough nice things. So uh, hey, thank you very much. Thanks for tuning into The Pulse. For more information about Merge and how to improve your cardiac device management, visit Merge.com. <laughs>